The depth does it again. Boston Celtics get huge performances from everybody not named Jason Tatum. But I think Jason Tatum had a great game. And the rebounding was key, key, key. Almost as important as the three-pointers. Talking about it all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you're a subscriber. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch the show on YouTube. Hop into the comments section there. There's a lot of good conversation going in there. Uh, you don't have to be on social media to have a good conversation about the Celtics. You can just do it right in the Lockdown Celtics YouTube comments. Uh, growing community there. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. I'm also hosting a live Q&A conversation with Kendrick Perkins uh, at the Armory in Somerville, February 21st. Buy your tickets at the Armory's website. Uh, I believe it's $40. You get in. It's uh, You get a book. You get the conversation with me and Perk, and then you get to ask questions. So it's going to be a fun night there at the Armory in Somerville. Boston Celtics, 119-109 winners over the Memphis Grizzlies. Later on, I'll talk about Jason Tatum, who had a good game, but a bad shooting night. I'll talk about why this was actually a a really good Tatum game. I'll uh, get into some of the individual performances uh, in the second segment, including uh, Peyton Pritchard, uh, Derek White, just a lot of great... uh, uh, great, I think, performances uh, throughout the course of this game. Uh, the depth of this team is really, really on display. Absolutely uh, amazing how far down the bench you can go and get good performances from everybody. Uh, I-, I hope, if nothing else, that this should show, that this shows Joe Missoula that you don't have to play Jason Tatum 39 minutes to win games. You don't have to do it. You just, you can just go and play him a normal amount and just uh, rely on the depth that you have because I think a lot of these players have proven that they can play and that they should play. And, you know, he played 38 minutes in this game, but you can get away with playing him uh, a little bit less when, when you're fully healthy because you can throw Jalen Brown out there. You can have... Other guys that aren't playing right now that are, you know put them out there in situations and just give Tatum a couple extra minutes off the bench. I mean, uh, on the bench, I should say, and let him just kind of rest a little bit, and then you can ramp him up again later. But anyway, I, I, the depth of this team is is incredible. Eight uh, with nine guys played. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, nine guys played. Eight guys in double figures. That's that's incredible. It's just an incredible overall performance and the two guys who scored over 20 neither of them are Jason Tatum and Derek White 
23. Sam Hauser, 20 points. What a great performance from those guys. Uh, this game, if there was ever a uh, threes are greater than twos type of game, if there's ever a game where Joe Missoula's, hey, I want as many threes as we can get mentality is proven right, it's this game. The Memphis Grizzlies outscored the Celtics 60 to 34 points in the paint, but the Celtics outscored Memphis 63 36 from three. So points in the paint is exactly what the Memphis Grizzlies are known for. They attack, they're very, very aggressive. But the Celtics with their three point shooting, and they shot 41.2% in this game, that was. That this game right here shows you exactly why there's such an emphasis on the three pointer. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com/slash locked on NBA. The Celtics were plus one. If you could, if you just did points in the paint versus three pointers, Celtics were plus one. Uh, their three point shooting has come back big time. Uh, remember before, I, I, I like the progression of the way this team has played. Uh, they started out super hot in the beginning of the season. So everybody was hitting everything. And then they hit a lull. And then they started to learn how to win without the three-point shooting. And now they're playing the kind of game where they're playing a little bit of that still we can win without the three-point shooting, but now the shots are also falling. So they're doing the other things that, are super important to winning, including rebounding, which as much as the three-pointers are the obvious, and I can't sit here and say something else was more important than the the three-point shooting, but the rebounding was probably as important as the three-point shooting, especially in the fourth quarter. The Celtics' offensive rebounding in the fourth quarter was huge. They had 14 offensive rebounds all right Robert Williams had five Grant Williams had three in the fourth quarter Grant Williams all three offensive rebounds in that fourth quarter Grant Williams two of his five in that fourth quarter five offensive rebounds to no offensive rebounds for the Memphis Grizzlies this is to me where they the Celtics really were able to win this game because they added extra possessions they had uh, 13 second chance points, seven of them were in the fourth quarter. They were able to pull away because of those second chance points. And they outscored Memphis 37 to 28 in that fourth quarter. So that was a big, big reason why the Celtics were able to get those extra shots. And a couple of those were three pointers. So of the seven three-pointers that they hit in the fourth quarter, which is just an outrageous number, seven of seven three-pointers in the uh in in a quarter is is a lot. A lot of those a lot of those opportunities were because of second chance points. And not only that, there were missed three-pointers. So the Celtics got offensive rebounds and got three-point opportunities that they missed. So they hit a, a couple of those seven were because of second chances, but more, but probably I think it was four or five of the 15 three-point attempts that they took were because of second chances. So the, the Celtics were able to get 22 shots up in the fourth quarter compared to Memphis's 18. And that's just part of how you close out a game. 
the in fact this is such a weird thing because i don't know how often i haven't really paid attention to how often this happens but the celtics were able to win this game by by taking by they took more shots but they hit fewer uh memphis hit 42 shots to boston's 39 but again it was the type of shots memphis didn't do themselves any favors they, they were 13 of 21 from the line they were horrible from the line celtics in the first quarter ton of turnovers uh they had uh but they finished the game with 10 this is this is another part of where they were able to uh how they were able to win this game in the first quarter the celtics had six turnovers six turnovers i think it was for uh 15 points in the first quarter alone the rest of the way quarters two through four four turnovers for the celtics that is incredible to turn it around and it was funny <laughs> i asked robert williams uh, after the game uh well how do you how do you turn off that the turnovers like that because a lot of times honestly a lot of times when the celtics get into that kind of uh that mode of okay we're committing turnovers and they just can it just keeps on going it, it's hard for them to stop but for in, in this game, obviously, they stopped. So I asked Rob, you know, how, how did they do it? He said, holding each other accountable, cussing each other out a little bit. I'm like, whoa. All right. So uh, that says a lot. These guys were able to kind of like get on each other and be like, all right, enough. Derek White had one of the worst turnovers, just dribbling off his foot. And I think John Morant went in for the layup. Or was it Desmond Bain? Uh, really, really bad turnovers in the first quarter. But they turned it around. In fact, let's talk about some of these individual performances because there's a lot to talk about with these individual guys. Later on, again, third segment, I'll talk about Jason Tatum because I think he tied this whole game together. First, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is something I kind of wish I had back in the day. I grew up in a small business, so I know the challenges of the small business. Hiring people is tough and I was a hiring manager myself, so I've, I've seen the pile of resumes. The thing about LinkedIn Jobs is you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, the values, the experiences to help you achieve your goals. It's like building a basketball team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract the qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. So you get a bunch of people who fit your needs, who seem to fit your needs. LinkedIn goes beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, your company, and their 875 million member profiles. Put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Then you can identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and connect with them for free. They let you screen and rate the applicants based on your job qualifications. It's all right there on one, one platform. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Make Lockdown NBA your second listen every day. I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison from Lockdown Pelicans. It's a fun show. Uh, five days a week, just like this one. Uh, covering the league. It's a great one. So check it out. Wherever you get your podcasts, it's also on YouTube. Individual performances in, in this game were, I mean, <laughs> I need more than half an hour. This is going to be a 10-minute segment. that going to rifle through these individual performances. Let's start with Sam Hauser. 
Sam Hauser uh, scored eight of the first 13 points. He's six of 11 from three in this game, seven of 12 overall. Uh, like I said, 20 points. He even had a steal in there. How about that? Uh, Derek, I mean, uh, Hauser in his last four games is 19 of 33 from three, shooting 57.5% from three. Uh, after that long stretch of just struggling, he's he's back. He's on fire. I, I like Peyton Pritchard the way he put it because Pritchard would have asked about it after the game because it's like, you're a shooter. Can you explain slumps like that? And he's like, you know what? Honestly, you shoot 40%. He's So so Hauser is shooting over 41% now, 41.5% on the season. It's, it's elite, elite stuff. And and Pritchard had a good point. It's like, okay, that's four of ten. So you can you, you don't get many opportunities in in this role. And you go out there and you score, uh, you know, you you miss one or you you miss two, and then the next game you miss two, and then it, it piles up. So you can go three, four, five games and miss six three pointers, and then go four for four, and then you're four of ten. So it's a matter of perspective and it's i think a, a good way to look at it the counterpoint is you got to be a little bit more consistent if possible i would rather have him hit one for two one for three okay sometimes he's going to miss a couple but then you uh i'd rather have him go one for, I mean, uh, two for four or three for four and spread it out. So he's a, just a little bit more dangerous, but regardless, that's nitpicking stuff. Hauser was on fire. He's been on fire. It's great to see him back. I loved when Joe Missoula started him against Detroit. And I think that kind of triggered because that, that was the game where he started and played played well and started that that was four games ago since that start he's been on fire 19 of 33 like i said i think getting these starts has given him a bit of confidence he said after the game i think it's cool that i'm starting it's super cool and it is i mean he's gone he went from second round pick uh or no not even second round pick undrafted uh he struggled last year was in the g league and now he's starting games for the best team in the league that's really cool. So his shooting has been phenomenal. Derek White started off terrible. His first quarter, flush it down the toilet. He was horrible in that first quarter. And I was like, oh my, this is the opposite of the last game where he was just hitting everything. He missed a ton. He um, he was turning the ball over. He he really, really struggled. He had three, three turnovers uh, in the game. And I think they all came in the first quarter. Let me just double check that. Uh, two of them came in the first quarter and it was just a, a rough stretch, but then he turns it around and finishes the game. So the, he, he finishes eight of 20, 40% from, from the field, but four of nine from three. So he picked it up a little bit later, 23 points, another 10 assists, uh, a phenomenal game from Derek White, who just continues to be just great for the Celtics. No Malcolm Brogdon, no Marcus smart, no Jalen Brown. Uh, who, by the way, talked before the game was really funny. Uh, he basically said, I'm not ruling out, not ruling out the all-star game for one, which is actually good news. He's not ruling it out. He's looking forward to playing in the mask. He says, it's cool. 
he didn't realize that Jason Tatum had said, uh, I owe him a car or something. He was really excited for that. Uh, and uh, it's he he's not going to need surgery, obviously. So it's going to be a, a very kind of minimum uh, absence for Jalen Brown. But anyway, um, without those guys, Derek White was it has been phenomenal just phenomenal and it's amazing the the depth like i said we you hear every every podcast talks about the luxury the luxury that they have to um you know to to have be this deep to to have nine guys play and eight guys check in with double figures that's amazing so derek white was just phenomenal in this game played 40 minutes seems like a lot i didn't realize he played 40 minutes i just looked at that he played a lot. Uh, Al Horford, great, another great game for him. Three of three in the third quarter, fourth quarter, hit a couple of huge ones. You could see him really celebrating, pumping his fist uh, after a couple of those shots. That was uh, a great night for him. 16 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Uh, a great job uh, all the way around for him. Uh, who else here? Grant, like I said, Grant Williams, Grant and Rob, just for their offensive rebounding alone. Peyton Pritchard, he, we talk about, the clutch plays that don't come in the fourth quarter, that end of first quarter clutch. That was clutch because the Celtics were down nine at one point. He comes in and has a stretch at the end where he assists on a three pointer and hits three, two, three pointers himself. Celtics go into the second quarter, only down two. You don't hit those shots. Maybe Memphis goes and, and, and if you turn it over or if you miss and they run off of the miss, maybe they put up a couple more shots and it becomes second quarter. You're going into it down nine, down 11, down 13. Entire dynamic of this game changes. The entire thing changes. So Pritchard at the end of the first quarter was, was great and did exactly what you want Peyton Pritchard to do. Uh, comes in, energy. Just And I'll, I'll talk more tomorrow about Peyton Pritchard and his... Uh, I don't even want to say trade... Did he request a trade? Uh, but that whole situation, I think I think him playing through all of this is actually really, really impressive. I think that he has shown some real mental toughness. And and I I I'm on Peyton's side with all of this. I think that I understand exactly where he's coming from. Uh, I think he's just uh of course, of course, he wants to 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 get playing time and opportunities and stuff like that. So it it's it's an interesting situation. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. And I got to mention Mike Muscala, who comes in four of seven for from the field, two of five, so 40% shooting from three, grabs five rebounds, 10 and five. Once again, here's a guy. You had Justin Jackson sitting there. He wouldn't have played in this game or probably, uh, you know, uh, probably would not have played in this game. But here comes Muscala, comes in, plays 17 minutes, and... Is firing away, baby. Ten points, five rebounds. Nice performance from him. I really, I really thought he was he was really good. Celtics, like I said, deep team, man, deep team. All right, Jason Tatum. I didn't talk about Jason Tatum. Sixteen points, three of sixteen shooting, one of eight from three. Sixteen points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks, three turnovers. You say, okay, that's that's eh, whatever. Off night for Jason Tatum. Now, you know what? Not an off night for Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum played pretty well. Joe Mazzulla agrees with me, and I'm going to talk all about that 
next. First, today's show brought to you by FanDuel. We are at the midpoint of the NBA season for the Celtics. Hopefully it's the midpoint of the season. This was game 56, 57. That's right about the middle point of a deep playoff run. So now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers, you get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, threes drained. It's you got all kinds of options for uh, on FanDuel. You can bet on the Celtics at plus two seventy. So two and whatever that is to one, two and a half to one, uh, whatever that is in betting terms to win the championship. They're the number one team in the NBA, and this run is really, really helping them to uh, solidify that. The odds are are continually just getting uh it's almost even money so many people are betting on the celtics so go down to uh, download the FanDuel app it even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payout with the same game parlays don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet of up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with FanDuel. it's the official sports betting partner of the nba Please gamble responsibly. Hey, congrats to everybody who's rooting for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. You guys get another Super Bowl win. Good for you guys. That's nice. Uh, personally, growing up in New England, could never root for anything Philly. Can't. Uh, no offense, people from Philly. Uh, if anybody has, if you're, anybody here is a Philly Eagles fan and a Celtics fan, I want to know how anybody, I thought Philly and Boston are just like butting heads. I don't know how that's, how you can do two dual um, like, I don't know, but whatever, uh, uh, congratulations, Casey. All right, Jason Tatum. I ran down his stats before, but I thought he had actually a pretty good game. He just didn't hit shots. Dylan Brooks defended him really, really well. I mean, they were very physical with him. They were, uh, throwing multiple bodies at him. They were being physical. They were hitting him. He, he was settled for not settled for he, he took a bunch of floaters. Like he couldn't get all the way to the rim as often as he wanted. He tried to draw a bunch of fouls. He got to the line 12 times, but I'm sure he felt like he could have gotten to the line like 20 times. But all that being said, that stat line doesn't come close to, to really telling you the impact of what Jason Tatum did in this game. I'll read you the quote from Joe Missoula. He says, Tatum's not going to get enough credit for the way he played, and he's constantly being judged by the results. But I thought last game he had 41, he did a good job scoring. Two of the last three games, he's done an amazing job of managing the game. He's managing the game by continuing to play defense, managing the game by involving himself, but not looking to score and making the right play. Superstars don't get the credit they deserve when they do that, and so credit to him. I think that allows our guys to play with confidence and it makes our team even harder to guard. That is a hundred percent. Absolutely true. That is, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, but I'm going to keep talking and try. <laughs> I think when Tatum is having an off day, right? Shooting 
or maybe the defense is forcing him into tough shots and he's just not making them. That is this, this game shows what he can be as a creator and what he can do that doesn't show up in the box score, which is draw defenders, which is move the ball. The one thing he didn't do is as Joe said, he didn't insert himself into this fourth quarter. He didn't, he didn't say, Hey, it's Tatum time. It's time for me to put on my cape and go. That, that's not what he did. In fact, his usage rate this season is about 33%. So usage rate is percentage of plays that directly involve a particular player. So in 33% of Boston's plays, he's either finishing it with, uh, on offense, a shot, an assist, a turnover, something. He's ending the play somehow. He's using the play. So, and it's not a, you know, it's not a 100% scale. So two guys can end the play. Jason Tatum can have an assist to Grant Williams, and they both end the play. So his usage rate, you don't add up all usage rates and go, well, this is way over 100%. It's it's just when they're on the floor, the, the percentage of plays that he uses. In this game, his, his usage rate was down to about 27%. So about a 5% drop. So he backed off and used about 5% fewer plays. So he's doing other things. In the fourth quarter... His usage rate, 10.5%. Only 10.5% of the plays in the fourth quarter were used by Tatum via assist or shot. And the Celtics outscored the Grizzlies 37-28 in the fourth quarter. The Celtics put up 37 points in the fourth quarter with Tatum taking 10.5% of the plays. The usage went to Derek White, Al Horford, Grant Williams. The only person with a lower usage rate in the fourth quarter was Mike Muscala. Basically, he didn't touch the ball in two minutes. That's it. Tatum was able to occupy the defense, move the ball, play defense, grab rebounds, kick it ahead. I'm very curious once the, the numbers are all counted and all of the tracking stats are accumulated because it takes a little while for all of that to be put together. But how many uh, secondary assists he had and the number of passes that he made. He did a lot of other things while uh, you know Peyton Pritchard w- was running the offense and Derek White was running the offense. The Celtics were able to close out this game with... <laughs> without Tatum and without Tatum dominating it. It's a really, it's a really important thing to see because now if you're proving to the rest of the league that against the, the second best defensive team in the, in the, in the NBA, that you can go out there and guard Jason Tatum. And if, if Jalen Brown is out, if, he's hurt or if he's in foul trouble and you're like, oh, Jason Tatum's the only guy on the floor. 
Well, Tatum's going to be like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll give it up. I'll just stand over here. I'll occupy a few guys. I'll occupy a lot of attention. And we'll go watch these guys take care of it. Yeah, go ahead. Derek, you got it. All these other guys, they got it. So he played well. He played good basketball. I talk about listening to the game. And a lot of, like, I think Brad Stevens mentioned it earlier this year. And it's one of those things that if you really pay attention, you can, you can, the game will tell you what it needs. And Jason Tatum listened to the game. The game told him, this is what we need you to do. And for once, the MVP, the game said, we don't need you to score. What this game needs is for you to distract other people. Let these guys finish it. The right players finished the game. The right players made the shots. Again, shout out to Grant Williams for some huge, huge, huge offensive rebounds. Al Horford hitting threes down the stretch. Derek White making big plays. Uh, Robert Williams with big offensive rebounds. I mean, the, the, the rebounding was great. Tatum had a couple of big rebounds. That's all it needed. That's all the game needed. Uh, I'm impressed. I'm really impressed by the stretch from the Celtics. I really am. This is four wins in a row. You remember after the loss to Phoenix, I said, look, this is, this is going to be a big stretch. You can't go three and three, four and two is going to be tough. Uh, and now here you are. I said they needed to beat. Uh, well, I talked about Milwaukee. Memphis would be nice. They need. They needed to beat Philly. Well, they got two of the three. Now let's see what they do Tuesday night in Milwaukee. That's going to be a tough game. That's going to be one where I don't know if the depth depth is going to matter as much, but we'll see. We'll see. Like you know, at first glance, you can say, well, you know, hey, that it would be an understandable loss if there's still no smart. Obviously, there will be no Jalen, and if there's still no Brogdon, then you know you say eh, that's going to be that's going to be tough against the Bucks. But this depth has shown it can win, it can beat beat good teams. Just did it, and see if they could do it again. Lots coming up this week. Still a five day week with the even with the All Star break. So uh, make sure you're subscribed. I'll have full week of podcasts for you, and. Uh, you can watch the show on YouTube if you'd like. Lots of good conversation going on in the comment section. I love seeing the threads starting to happen, people going back and forth with each other. It's a good time in the YouTube comments. I know it, that sounds counterintuitive, but it's actually a good time in, in this Lockdown Celtics page. So uh, go subscribe to that and share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. They should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.